We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Number three, Jones and Mego with Arcan, W-E-E-I. We'll get back to your phone call, 617-779-7937. I know Mego's had a, a take here. She's been workshopping that I'm looking forward to on the Celtics. We'll get to that coming up. But first, Brian Scalabrini joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. He's brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market. Bringing people together around the joys of food by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. The name to know when your drains don't flow. And by Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. Brian Scalabrini, how you doing? I'm doing well. You guys enjoy uh, the All-Star game? Well, so I, I was I was just going to ask you <laughs> Yeah, the we're the only thing. ones who watched it, though. I, uh, I... I was not overly encouraged by the game itself, but it was uh, uh, certainly a, a, a game. Coming, well, and just a, a centerpiece for the Celtics, right? Like, they were the centerpiece of the game. Tatum had 55. Brown had his big game. I know you had no problem with Jalen Brown playing in the game, so we should flip that question on you. How do you feel about it? Well, let's just be clear here. Like, I I think, yeah, I feel like we're, we, we miscommunicated a little bit on this show. I think the game is How a joke. You? Yeah, I, I think the game is a joke, but I do think the players have the right to do what they want to do. That's where I think we differ. Like, I don't care about the game. If the ca- if players care about it, that's fine by me. I didn't watch it. I watched the highlights, and I thought it was like a joke. So so that's where I think we probably agree on things. It's just like I don't necessarily care if they really, really want to go to the All-Star game, and it's a really, really big deal to them. That's great. You know, I'm more about – the game, the, the the regular season, and and more importantly about the playoffs. So that's I feel like we're on the same page. It's just that we probably express it a little differently. Well, and just quickly on the playoffs, we we've talked on and off, uh, Mego and Arkan and myself, and maybe they've asked you about this in the past. Managing minutes, especially for Tatum, putting even the Brown injury aside, I mean Tatum played a bazillion minutes in that game. I just I don't I don't understand that now that we've gotten through the yeah, other side of the I weekend. You know, like I don't I get it. Do like if we were playing Miami. That's going to be a problem but it, in the regular season. But the intensity in that game, come on. That's a zero on the on – the, you know, it's not – all minutes are not created equal. Well, not, not you know, play, like, sure, but could, not playing is a zero. I mean, that's a something. Maybe it's not the actual minutes, but not playing not, is a zero. 
No, I mean, like, that, that's a big thing for Tatum to go in there and win MVP. But, I, I mean, I get it. You want to be mad at the minute. That's fine. That's, that's fine. But, but it's all about, like, I'll tell you, a, a grueling series with the Milwaukee Bucks, that's, that's going to be, like, you've got to manage every second. Uh, grueling series Miami Heat, yeah. All-Star game, no. They don't, all those guys could have played 48 minutes. It wouldn't have mattered. There'd be no wear and tear based on the All-Star game because of the intensity at which they play that. So you have to, like, balance that stuff. And, by the way, they're sports science people. They balance all that stuff out. They know exactly how a guy responds to minutes or a lot of minutes or load and all that stuff. Like, we're, they're not guessing. So when they let Tatum go and play the minutes, then the next day he'll have to uh, figure it out. Okay, Scal, we've talking about these sports science people so often. Can you explain? I, 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 I'm just curious. Are these doctors, like medical doctors, are they – what kind of training do these – they, they sound like really important part of the staff when it comes to determining minutes for these guys and guys coming back from injuries and everything. Like, what are their qualifications? I, I don't know. I don't – I just know there's a lot of them. They're just always around, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they do. I know that they're important, though, and I know that everyone values them, from coaches to management to assistant general managers to owners. Like, every everyone values their opinion, and – you know, ultimately, I think it's the players' response, like deal and their responsibility. And I tell you guys a funny story, right? Like, like we had when, when I played with the Celtics, we had a sleep doctor, right? And I, and I'm like, and the sleep doctor came in, and he clearly didn't understand the NBA, but he understands sleep. And I'm like, if we go and play Miami, and he's like, well, that when you play Miami, you're going to get in at you know three thirty in the morning into Bedford, and that's not going to be good. So we should stay the night in Miami. That's <laughs> not a good idea. Like I, I know what your I know what your charts say, but it's not good. If you think because in two days it's going to be good, you know it's not going to be good because now guys are going to sleep, you know, stay out till seven. Like, are you factoring that in, or does that not come into the equation? So it's it's more. And I, I'll tell you what, from the being around these guys, they're way more responsible than we ever were. Like they just they take care of themselves, they, they, the diet, the trainers, the, the sports science, all that stuff is leading to them being able to do more, even though they end up doing less. But it does it it does uh, come into play, and everyone's looking for that 1% advantage. And I think that's what it comes in, comes in all comes down to, is just finding a little advantage where you can keep a guy healthy or he can play two more games for you and be ready for the playoffs. Okay, since you brought up your time playing, this might sound a little random, but when you look at this team this year, how does it stack up against that 2008 championship team? So it's it's more of a generational thing. Um, so I think offensively they are they would blow us out of the water, right? I mean I don't they just the talent level of the players nowadays is off the charts, right? But like we were different. Like we practiced all the time. We did defensive drills. We did shell drill. We did all like the mundane things day in and day out to work on our spacing and def- defense and all that stuff. So if I don't I I can't like. I don't know how it would end up. I don't know if what do you think? Coming in, working on their individual skills is better than teams that just like get after it and practice and compete and work on things. I have no idea what the end result is, but I just know that nowadays players rather come in, get their body work, get their skill development, and then kind of just like watch film. So you we, whoop their asses? Like, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I really don't know the answer. I'm, I'm being honest. I'm, I would tell you if who I would thought you, so. Who would you pick, though? Seven game series, you and these Celtics. 
I, 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 it'd be hard to bet against Garnett, Pierce, Allen, Rondo. It'd be hard to bet against those guys. I don't know how Perkins would play. Scal. I really don't. I don't know how that would work, but um, I, it'd be hard to bet against those guys. Like those guys are so competitive. It's it's a it's a level that you can't understand until you're around it. I mean, unless you've been around like completely type A personalities that were also super gifted. They're they're so competitive in what they do. I mean, I, mean, I work with and... Adam Jones. <laughs> That's true. Is he like that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they call me they call me the Garnett of Sports Talk Radio. That is uh, yeah, that is so, what they call me. I don't I don't know the answer. I really don't. I just know their skill level is much more than ours. You know, and our defense is much more complicated, but nowadays complicated defenses get beat. You gotta be able to switch and be versatile. So the game has changed a lot. Scal, I don't think we've talked to you since Joe Mazzulla lost the interim tag as uh, head coach of the team. What did you think of the timing of that, and what have you thought overall of Joe's performance so far this year? Yeah, I think Joe's been great. I, I, I always kind of thought that he was going to be the head coach. I just didn't understand why it took so long, but I think I'm guessing there's some legalities in that, I guess. I don't really know the answer to that, nor, nor would I if I have a question with Brad. I'm not going to have ask him those type of things, but uh, I, I mean, I, I – once you saw the first, like, 20 games, I, I kind of knew at that point. He had the respect of the players, uh, the staff. You know, like he, you know, he commands the room pretty well. I, I kind of felt like he was going to be the guy. And, and everyone, like, grows. Like, as a coach, he's growing, getting better every single game, and he's analyzing different things. You know, the, we talked about the timeouts early on. Now the timeouts he's calling now. So I think he's getting in, in better. But Ultimately, we're going to all figure out, like, I think Joe can really coach. And, you know, I have a personal relationship with Joe, and that's, I'm telling you from the standpoint of, you know, like, I think that he's really, really smart and bright. But we're all going to figure it out when the playoffs come around. And it's, it really comes down to, like, a certain substitution or a certain adjustment that you make. And sometimes that's the difference between winning a series and losing. Well, so I, I agree we are all going to find out in the playoffs, and that's why I wonder what the rush is. But, but you tell me. You played for a long time. You've been in locker rooms. Like, if a guy's an interim coach, is he kind of looking over his shoulder? Are the players kind of questioning it because he doesn't have the title? Like, like you tell me, is that is that something that factors into a locker room? So I, I would just say, from my opinion, I think it was really. I think it's important to get rid of that interim title before going into the playoffs. And I think the timing of it's great. You know, like it gives him a little bit of time to get his footing. You know, for for the playoffs. But I would have I would have thought it would look odd like in April 4th, giving him the title. Like, it's almost kind of desperate. As of right now, it kind of looks like you've earned it. We, we believe in you. The team believes in you. You know, whatever. So I think the timing of it was probably good. I didn't really understand why it took so long. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think Joe's uh, – I mean, I, just, I really believe from a coaching standpoint he does a really good job for today's NBA. Scal, what's it like going through a season like this? I know it's only about a third of the season left here, but what's it like going through it with a target on your back this size? Your team had legends on a Hall of Famers who were sort of used to that, I think. You know, used to having everybody sort of target them. This is a younger team, but they certainly have that this year. What's that like in the locker room? What's that like on a day-to-day basis? I think it's difficult because um, I think it got it caught up to us in 2010, you remember that season, we were like sure. awful after Christmas. But, you know, the first two years, like once we were the team, you know, everyone gunning for you. But our intensity, our talent, our length, our, our, our you know, the size, like all that, like it played out. And I think it's the same thing for the Celtics. Like, like a lot of times if you're a talent, like the Warriors, right, if, if you're talented and you're, and you're a little bit small, that's going to catch up to you. Like Brooklyn at the beginning of the year, they were too small 
it caught up to them. But the Celtics are big. When they have their full roster, they're big. And by the way, do you guys know? Do you guys know that the starters from last year's finals have only played twenty nine minutes together this season? Isn't that like remarkable to even think about? Like that group that had the net rating that that was lapping the NBA field with Rob and Al and Smart and Brown and Tatum. Those guys have only played 29 minutes together this season. So they're doing this, which is impressive, that they have the target on their back. And it's you guys mentioned last week Derek White and how good he's been playing. Brogdon has had his moments. Man, even like Luke Cornett, Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser. Like each guy has like really had their moments. So it's been impressive. And that's usually what trips up a really, really good team. But these guys are getting contributions from 1 through 12, sometimes 13. And it's, uh, it's really impressive to watch. But – I just think it's uh, this next 23 games is what's left. I'm really interested in seeing that 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 group that started in the NBA Finals or started the playoffs last year, how they kind of mesh. Scal, before we let you go, as I understand it, you're uh, you're going to be doing play-by-play for Christian Fourier's shots for a cause. Yeah, I got I cleared my schedule to to do it on uh, that's you, March. You got a scout? Right? You got a scouting report? You got a scouting report for the field yet, or no? You're not. You haven't. You you breaking down the tape? Uh, no. Well, I listened to his commercial. He sent it to me, and I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go, but I hope you know. I hope everyone makes as many shots as they can, so he can raise as much money as he can. I am going to participate, by the way. I'm not just doing the play-by-play. Oh, you're a participant yeah. in shots for a cure as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone's got to make the money, right? Ar- I heard Arcan sigh. I heard Arcan sigh. <laughs> that means I'm definitely not going. Every- in now. Everybody's everybody's getting an invite except for Arcan. I was on standby, I guess, yes. but now if you're in it, Scal, I'm definitely not. Scal, I've been practicing, oh. and like you know that muscle that's under your elbow, the one that's like the interior, it's hurting. What should I do? Like like, I don't know. You know the bendy, the bendy. <laughs> Mike and yeah. The layups you know are the layups got, are fine. Hey, you know, yeah, I'm talking about James, smooth James. All the sports, I'll ask all the sports scientists. That's that's who you, you got to talk to. Yeah, that's who you got to talk to. Just get get back to me. I'll, I'll find out what they say about the uh, what do you call it, the bendy muscle, the bendy and the muscle, the armpit muscle. What yeah, is that one? That's technical. You got it. All right, don't shoot long shots. You have to start in close. All There's right. your advice. All right, Scott. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Sounds good. See ya. All right, Brian Scalabrini is all our guest. Joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Yeah, Mike and Drill Arcan, reverse Mike and Yep. Don't look that up on a work computer. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't urban dictionary that one. Or maybe you should. Uh, Minneapolis yeah. in the 50s, a lot of girls got the reverse Mike and <laughs> that's for sure. That is true. Uh so Mego gave you a little a little bit of a, a insight, a little bit of a window into where she wants to go next with the current Celtics versus the 2008 Celtics. Who who would win? Mego has the answer right after trending with Christian Arkin. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Jones and Mako on WEEI. Defensive player of the year. Now it's time to add to your resume. Champion, how does that sound? Man, I'm so, I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Oh, remember winning stuff? <laughs> Boston, remember winning? Oh yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember winning. Remember Tom Brady? Yeah, I remember Brady. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Brady left and the city sucks again. Yeah, we're yeah. back in the 90s. You remember that? Thanks for throwing that in our face, Mego. But, yeah, we, we remember winning. But I, I the floor is yours. I, I, I love where you're about to go with this. Go ahead. What, 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 do you, what did you want to discuss little, Celtics related today? There's going to be a little Meg tricks in here. Oh, no. What? We're turning some Meg tricks? I'm, I didn't even know. I got to make a case here. <laughs> okay. Saber Meg tricks. <laughs> The people want stats. I'm giving them stats. I'm not just going to you know sit here with the shallow-ass takes you throw out the there. The callers demand I mean, honestly, yeah. one of the main critiques of the show, not enough stats. That's true. We're very, we're not very stat-heavy. So shallow. Shallow sports takes so is, my, is my specialty. Yep. How about this? <laughs> Suck on this, callers. Your 2023 Celtics are better than the 2018. What? What? How about that? <gasps> now... I know the regular season is not done. They have not made it through the playoffs. They have not won the championship, but I expect them to. They are right now 42 and 17, so they are not going to match the 66 and 16 uh, regular season, uh, what do we call that, record Yes. of the, the 2008 season. Celtics. Not that it's an NBA record, but it was but a let record me, Let me just year. throw yeah. a couple things out at you. Okay, all throw, right? Throw away. That 2008 team. Ten, finish the regular season with the 10th best offensive rating. Okay. What do you think this team has? Uh, I believe I believe I know the answer. Are they third? They are third. Okay. That team finished with the best defensive rating. Your team this year so far? I believe. I was going to say, I believe I also know this. Four? Fourth. Yes. Fourth. So they are a very balanced team. Better balanced team. As Scal, we just asked him, noted they are much better offensively than that 2008 team. That 2008 team, Paul Pierce is great, you know, hometown hero, love him. Ray Allen, legendary shooter. Ray Ray, special place in my heart. Not I know fair. everybody else hates him. I do. I don't feel that way. But uh, your offense this year, 60.2% true shooting percentage, 56.5% efficiency rating on offense compared to the same numbers, 56.9% true shooting, 52% efficiency on offense back then 16 turnover percentage 16 percent turnover 13 percent turnover percentage for 2023 for this as much this as celtics team yes, turns it over less turn than that celtics team less. okay Between i'm surprised at that Bra- but okay i know 
between Brown, Tatum, Marcus Smart, guys who love to turn over the ball, to just throw a stupid-ass pass that gets picked off, to bounce it off their shoes, Jalen Brown, to force something, Marcus Smart. They have a lower turnover percentage. Both have overall the highest net rating in the league, so they're both at the top. But I really believe, and by the way, yes, they had defensive player of the year, as you heard there, Kevin Garnett, back in 2008. Mm -hmm. You have the reigning defensive player of the year. He ain't winning it this year. I promise you he's not winning it this year. How about this? Just a couple more things. Uh, We were just talking about All-Star Weekend. That 2008 team had Doc Rivers as Mm -hmm. the Eastern Conference All-Star coach. You have Joe Missoula as the Eastern Conference All-Star coach. Missoula might be a better coach than Doc. I may may give him that. You had Kevin Garnett first team. Well, you have Jason Tatum first team. You had Paul Pierce a reserve. Well, you have Jalen Brown a reserve. I believe Ray Allen went in as a reserve reserve because somebody got knocked out. That didn't happen this year, so you can't really hold that up. But you also had All-NBA. You had KG first team All-NBA. Jason Tatum will be first team Mm All-NBA. You had Paul Pierce third team All-NBA. I would be disappointed if Jalen Brown isn't second team All-NBA. All NBA. Wow. There is a very strong comparison between these two teams. And I believe this team is more talented, more balanced, a better team overall than the 2008 team. And if they win a championship, they are firmly better than the second big three era so, team. So we have to, they have to win a championship. But if they win a championship this season, you will consider the 2023 Celtics greater than the 2008 Celtics. 100%. Okay. Arkan, agree or disagree? Um, if they win the championship, I think I would agree, although it's hard for me to agree because 08 had three Hall of Famers on it, and there's at most two on this team. And that's I think, and I don't even know if there's two. So that's hard. You know what I mean? Like it, I sort of want to see what their careers end up being, but even if they don't, you know, this team wins. We're just talking about the one year. Yeah, I'd say I'd say so this trumps that. Even I, if it's just one championship, which would, in my mind, be underachieving for this Jalen Brown, Jason was, Tatum duo, Garnett, they this group. We agree on this. Yeah, all yeah. three of us agree on this. The 08 Celtics, they underachieved, yes. This team would be better than the 08 team. Okay, so that's, Still. you know what? I might even agree with that if we're wording it that way. A championship with this team would be greater than the 08 Celtics. You guys can agree or disagree. 617-779-7937. By the way, there's a poll up now at Jones and Mego on Twitter. And I'm getting crushed. I was going to say, you. This, this is like Jones-level results for you right now. Uh, but early on, it's 79%, say the 2008 Celtics. The 2023 Celtics are getting about 21%. But that's worded differently, in fairness, than what you just said. You just said... If they win a championship, they should be considered greater than the 2008 Celtics, which I I might agree with that too. They're I think, a better team. I we, think we I didn't would even agree get with that. To the bench. Okay, here. but hang on. Who would win? Phrase the way it is on Twitter. Who would win? Give me the 2008 Celtics, and here's why. Here is the. Give me all your stats. Whatever. Turn in your metrics. Your uh, saber metrics. Turn in those. Here, here's my answer to it. Kevin Garnett would make Jason Tatum cry. Kevin Garnett would make this whole roster cry that's why the 2008 Celtics are better that's a mentally tough team that's a badass team this team is not that this team is not that you can call Kevin Garnett fake tough if you want fine go ahead and call him fake tough he's tougher than these guys he's tougher than this team that turtled at the site of the Golden State Warriors last year and they're wispy shooters that they have I would have loved to see a Draymond Green handled Kevin Garnett Garnett would make Tatum cry Hence, the 2008 Celtics would beat the 2023 Celtics if they lined them up, rolled out the basketball seven-game series. But the other way you worded it, I think I agree. If they win this year, 
they should be considered greater than the 2008 Celtics. Yes. I feel like Boston, and I wish we could. I wish we could go back in time and reword this poll differently because I feel like not Boston is not You're losing. ready for this because everybody is so in love with the 2008 team because they brought the only championship since the 80s. And I started thinking about this back when I saw Perk speak a couple nights ago in Somerville. Perk, he released his book, The Education of Kendrick Perkins, and he had a little discussion about it. It was a great little evening. I wrote on it for WEI.com if you want to go check it out. A few nuggets out of that. Good, but, nu- Very good nugget in there that KG and Perk, not to sidetrack this, but they apparently didn't get along very well at first. They did not like each other. They very didn't speak to each other an entire flight from Boston to Rome. Then they became, he said, now they're like shoelaces. He saw his, he saw his workout, much like how Mego and I bonded. I said, hey, what are you doing over there? What are you lifting? Uh, 350, 400? What are you lifting over there? And that's how we, that's how we I bonded. I said, yeah, as a warm-up. <laughs> um, but Not it's getting a, serious to, about it yet. To your point, um, Arcan, that, that that 2008 team had three Hall of Famers on it. Yes. Well, first of all, the NBA Hall of Famer. Yeah, like Blake, like might, Blake honestly might be a Hall of Famer with how terrible that Hall of Famer is. It's a little bit of okay. a different discussion than the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Three starters who are Hall of Famers. Yeah. My point in bringing this up today is that I think it is difficult for people to recognize greatness as it's happening and as it's developing. So I'm calling on you to look at this team for what it is, which is – the most talented and the most talented Celtics team that we've had. Okay. The most balanced Celtics team, the smartest Celtics team, the deepest Celtics team. I gave you the stats to back it up. The best Celtics team since 2008 and better than 2008. Sure. Here's the only stat that matters today. Now, maybe you'll be right in end of June. Championship. The, it is. It's the only thing that matters, and you acknowledged it. That team won. Until this team wins, you can't. But if they win, yeah, it's our kid. I know you feel this way about the 2018 Red Sox, yeah, right? Greatest of all time. I I disagree with that, but I at least get it. I at least get it. I mean, they cheated their way to a World Series. Bet your ass. So I I, I hold that against them a little bit, but who knows? The 4 Red Sox might have been cheating too, and I'm not even talking steroids. <laughs> well, they definitely PEDs. were on steroids. Yeah, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't rule that out for any uh, baseball team in any era. Uh, but when it comes to this, the 08 Celtics versus the 2023 Celtics, who would win, phrased one way? Or if the 2023 Celtics win, is that greater than 2008? Answer it however you want. It's 617-779-7937. You can weigh in on the poll up now on Twitter at Jones and Mego. Uh, let's go to well, let's go to Tyler in Plymouth. Go ahead, Tyler. Oh, hi. Hey, what's up, Tyler? Hey, Tyler, it's the radio. Hi. Yeah, I have just one question for Mego. Um, On the line, who are you taking, Jason Tatum or Paul Pierce with a game-winning shot on the line? We got the bigger cojones. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. He has a better shot. What are we talking about? I love Paul Pierce. Don't get me wrong. I love Paul Pierce. Mm, Do you, though? I do. Mm. I do. Have you met Paul Pierce? No. He's Paul Pierce very, is a more clutch he's, shooter he's than very Tatum. very fun personality. I guess I've never met Alan's him. I've, more clutch than the I've interviewed him. Have I met him? No, I have not, no. You wouldn't count interviewing someone as well. I don't know. Them? I guess I, I guess. Did I, you meet? Did you talk over the phone? No, in the locker room. I've, I've I, years ago. Yeah, that's so that's. Then yeah. I would say you've met. So Paul I have Pierce. met him. Okay, good. You you guys haven't. I like around? Paul. I like Paul Pierce. It sounds to me like you're you're you're. I crap, love Paul Pierce. You're crapping all over the the oh eight Celtics. It's you're just, the one. I don't I don't think Paul Pierce is equivalent to Jason Tatum as a shooter or a basketball yeah, player. You know what? I actually agree with Mego on this. I don't actually. I don't love Tatum in a clutch spot. Like I don't like how many of those does he hit. Milwaukee game seven, fine. How many of those has he hit? Eh, not too many. But I, he is better than Pierce. Like, what are we talking about? That's what I'm saying. T- no, I, no I, you can't touch the 2018. Well, I just said oh I agree with God, you. Oh, my God, don't touch Paul Pierce. 
Are you talking about the last shot? Who would take the last shot? Paul Pierce is the winner here. He has more uh, game-winning shots than Michael Jordan. Uh, this is this is true. Paul Pierce okay, numerically on. is Let one me, of the greatest of all time hang on. in regards to winning a game on the last shot. Let me tell you why that stats are relevant. Who do you want with a game on the line, Jordan or Pierce? Well, Jordan, but okay, I'm saying well, done, yeah, I'll take do- Pierce over Tatum. I would I would not. Wait, I would so not. Tatum and Jordan now are the same? Like, I think Pierce No, is- you're the one who brought Jordan into it. We're just talking about Pierce and Tatum over right. here on Earth. You're Jordan the one who brought up Tatum, Jordan. Jordan's right behind Tatum, so I'm saying, like, they're close. Yeah, I don't Tatum's know. not close to Paul Pierce. Pierce might have taken 100 of them Excuse in his career, and Jordan me. only took 50. I don't know. This is my exercise. Did I say there was any room for Jordan's Bulls? I don't think so, Arkan. Pierce is one of the most clutch shooters in the history of the NBA, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'd take Tatum over. You're talking about the history of the NBA. Yes. I'm talking about the NBA as it's developing now. I'm asking people to look within themselves to ask if maybe a modern NBA team could be anywhere near the 2018, which is so precious. This is my 30 seconds. You can't say anything against that. I agree with all that, but the last shot thing, I'm I'm firmly in camp here. I like it. Let's go to Adam in Connecticut. Go ahead, Adam. Uh, I hear what you're saying on the KG toughness, but to count these guys out and say they're this weak is pretty disrespectful, it yes. sounds to me. Yeah, it's it's disrespectful. Uh, I Give some respect. I Don't you acknowledge, though, that like, and, and I guess you could have said this about the 08 Celtics during the postseason, they needed to go to seven games with the Hawks. They needed to go to seven more games with LeBron and nobody. Then they got their act together against the Pistons and the Lakers. But the Hawks was pretty. That, Hawks that was, was the first round. That, that was, was like Mike that was, Bibby and that was <laughs> Josh Smith. When you're like this yeah. team's dominant, and then they can't put away Josh Smith. Exactly. So Al freaking Horford. So like you could have said that about the Celtics before they won in 08. How tough is this team mentally? They need to go to get. They can't win on the road against the Hawks. The hell's wrong with them? But I don't know this this team. I have some questions about their. Mental toughness? Their mental toughness and their their clutchness. Like, would I take Tatum over Pierce? Yes, I would in a clutch spot. But I don't feel great about Tatum, and it's not like Pierce was hitting a bunch of game winners en route to that championship. He went toe-to-toe with LeBron in the one game seven. How many other, like, game winners was he knocking Okay, down? how about, like, if, if you're going to ask me between Tatum and Ray Allen, I'm going to say, let's go with Ray Ray. Oh, I take We're Tatum. talking about pure shooters. I take Tatum over Ray, too. But that's just a, bi- a personal bias against you Ray. You hate Ray Allen. I do. I, 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 it's not like I'm it's keeping so it a secret. Not, it's not like I'm keeping it a so secret. So brainwashed. I, 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 it's not for the reason you think that he left. That's not why. Why do you hate him? Because he's fake. He is fake. Because he raised so much money for diabetes. Yeah, I, like I, Christian Fourier. You hate that, him too? That's real money that he raised. The way he presents himself is not quite who he is. That's why I don't like Ray Allen. Uh, but anyway, he raised some money. I like that's him great. Be a great interview. That's well. Can't say this, anything about anybody. Well, this is why a lot of people liked him. Uh, <laughs> but when it comes to that the the mental toughness of this team, I I still don't fully trust them. And if they win a championship, they'll shut me up. But until they do, I'm going to question it. And I guess that's how I feel about that. The Celtics, your current 2023 Celtics, were are 42 and 17 right now, 59 games into the season. The 2008 Celtics, 47 and 12, 59 games in. So ahead of the pace. And you said you said this right off the top. You're like they're not going to get to 66 wins. This team, they're not. They won't. This team. This here's really the debate. This team is deeper than that team. And that team had pretty good depth. This team is deeper than that team. For sure. Like, you're bringing Brogdon off the bench. They brought James Posey off the bench. Brogdon is better, right? Are we going to argue about that? You know, uh, Derek White off the bench, better than than a lot of what they had. Uh, you know, Grant Williams is at least a Leon Pocomp, and I'm not Grant Williams as big. This team's deeper. That team was more top-heavy, and I tend to trust that more in the NBA. Paul's at Abington. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, good afternoon, people. Um, 
<laughs> this is a non-comparison at this point. It's a moot. It's a moot conversation because this team has not won anything. You you brought up a point about how the Celtics won in '08. If that's the case, and you know they had difficulty against Atlanta or whatever the case may have been then, then the then the Patriots six championships. They're not the greatest team of all time. If you make that comparison, because the Patriots only won one Super Bowl by double digits. Most of the games are either one again, you know, three points, six points, overtime against Atlanta. Yeah, just, come back. Paul, doesn't, I'm, I'm that doesn't quite apply. That doesn't quite yeah, apply. Yeah, they won six I'm, of them instead of one. That's well, a big difference. What else are you talking yeah. about? Also, it's a series versus one, a one-off. If you lose in the NFL, you're just done. If you lose three games to the Hawks, you still have a chance to, to win that series. So I don't quite think that applies necessarily. If you want to talk football, you can call at the beginning of the show <laughs> when we talk for about football for like two hours. Yeah. Everybody complains about how much football the station talks. Yep. There's plenty of times to Is call. That- if you want to call and talk about basketball, please call. Well, 617-779-7937. Except, coming up next, it's more Megan Ottolini in Meg's Planning. Jones and Meg go. Return after this on WEEI. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Jones and Mego on W-E-E-I. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg-splaining. Meg-splaining. started thinking about this today because I was reading this great story from Chris Cotillo of Mass Live out of spring training. He was talking to first baseman Tristan Cassis about his eccentric pregame habits. Yeah, no, I, I saw this like midway through the show. I'm like, hey, maybe, maybe we should talk about this. Mego's like, up, 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 up. I got it covered. Don't step on it. Some of us came prepared today. Nah, that's what I was going to say. Mego, Mego saw this story long before I did. Try I'm like, to take Snake Mego? Yeah, I, I, well, let's see where she goes with it. And then maybe. But yes, okay. I, I have been accused of it. I'm going in a stupid direction. I'm going to warn you. But this is just a little background. This is from Catillo's article. If you want to read the whole thing, it's extensive on Mass Life. He writes, uh, Cass has developed his meticulous pregame routine in 2019, his first full season as a professional, while at single A Greenville. The former first-round pick found that he felt more energetic after getting sun before games. After sunning came a 30-minute nap that began about 90 minutes before first pitch. Often, Cassis would lie down in front of his locker and snooze on the floor. He carried the routine throughout his minor league career from the alternate training site in 2020 to Worcester in 21 and 22. He's got the same you know, pregame routine is like Arkan's pre-show. He is lay, lay, laying down on the floor, mm-hmm. snoozing on the ground. He yes. says, uh, quote, this is Cassis, I would just throw down a towel, one over my eyes, one for my head, cross my arms, and have people step over me. <laughs> coaches saw me for years. Plenty of coaches, plenty of players, plenty of rehab guys. Nobody ever told me anything, so naturally I assumed it was okay. He goes on to talk about how once it got up to the big leagues, it was a little bit more of an issue with his teammates getting called out. Um, I know it's not the main issue that he faced and that this article talks about from Chris Cotillo. And it's a lot about how uh, he, he kind of has struggled to fit in with the locker room. I don't know if you saw him with the fingernail paint yes. last week. Well, I was going to say, he made a big deal about how he's changed everything, but now he's got his fingernails he's painted. He's an eccentric yes. guy, whatever. Sure. My focus here is um, the year is 2023. We need to remove the stigma from napping. 
There has been. This you saw my face when that guy called earlier today. Stigma. It was like I just woke up from a I nap, loved right? It. Yeah. I loved it. I lit up because I, I was like, this guy's about to rock us. I judged. I judged it. I judged it real hard. It was Sorja. Yes, I judged it hard. Okay, napping is not indicative of like a deficiency in you. In our society, we correlate correlate napping with laziness. Yes, we do. Yes, I do. Okay, I I would nap for forty five minutes every single day if I didn't have to work on air during my natural nap time. Right. So you're not being lazy. You're six. you're going to work instead of laying around napping. I'm yes, I agree. I'm a worse person overall because I'm in this time slot because I can't get a nap in. I seriously, I swear to God, I Same am. Here. I am better all around if I get a nap. And you probably would be, too. Here's a little bit of information from sleepfoundation.org. That's a nonprofit. Big sleep. Saber Megtrix. Here's what a daytime (laughs) nap can do. Saber Megtrix, yes. This is what a daytime nap can do. Improve cognitive functions such as memory and logical reasoning. (laughs) Shocker, you don't nap. (laughs) Improve physical performance. Athletes may experience improved endurance and reaction times. And one observational study found that napping one or two times a week was associated with a lower risk of cardiovascular problems. Uh, and the National Center for Biotech... Oh, sorry. That's that's attribution. I was reading the attribution from uh, read, the National Read Sleep that last one again. You, if you nap, you actually are... You have a lower risk of cardio problems, heart nice. problems, I, heart disease. I got to be honest. I'd like to see their math on that one. But okay, keep going. Yes. What do you mean keep going? That's it. That's all, those are all your meg tricks. I feel like we those are the meg tricks. Okay. But I don't understand why we are still so old school. It's not even just napping. Like, I'm talking about the, the biorhythms of people's bodies. Because I'm also somebody who naturally stays up later, usually, mm-hmm. and sleeps in later. Well, and just, when I'm saying sleeping in later, I'm talking about sleeping until like 8. I was just going to ask, do you feel like you get a good night's sleep? Yeah. Okay. But I, but I love a nap. I'm a better person no, no. all around. It's a mood well, booster. This is, well, this it's is what I disagree with. It's a physicality booster. Everybody loves a nap. Mentals. Like, I, I love a Do nap. You? Some people are like, oh, I can't nap. I wake up no, feeling no, no. gross. No, I, I can nap, and I, I enjoy a nap on, like, the weekend. But, like, I wouldn't say I it makes me a better person or anything like that. Usually I feel like a lazy piece of crap when I take a nap. I enjoy it, but I usually but feel like a lazy piece of crap. stigma. We have I don't, to remove the stigma. Not so much. I'm like, well, I got nothing to do. I'm going to take a nap. That that almost by definition is being See, lazy. I take it in preparation where sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm going out to dinner with friends tonight. I want to be my best self. I want to be energetic. I want to be... You know, engaging. So I'm going to take a nap. Now, so I'm not just like sitting through dinner, like, oh, here's the I can't one, wait till we can get the check and I go home. Here's the one thing I would allow for. Like, Arcan, your kid is nine months, ten months, ten months ago. Excuse, naps are the, naps are the lifeblood of my house. Yeah, now that that age, you know, of parenting, may, maybe I'll allow for some napping there. It's like it's very necessary. Your kid's not sleeping. You better allow for some because it's happening. Fine, but I'm just saying. Other than that, I've never really felt good about napping. That, that's a personal problem that you have. Yeah, I, I just... You I should call better help. I think society's right on this one. I think society's right on this one. And I, I would re, I would reject any help on it. I th- If I'm taking a nap in the middle of the day before the show, that means I'm wasting time. Back to Catillo's report, yeah. you should not be napping in the middle of the <laughs> locker room. Thank you. And asking people to step over you and, and step around and you. And sunbathing? Like, Tristan Cass is out there sunbathing before the game, like making, a, making why, a big why, spectacle of it? I don't it. understand why people have such a problem with that. Well, because it's a look at me kind of thing. Is, is he yes. doing it like Aaron Rodgers' Are ex? You sure? too? I'm positive. Is, is he just enjoying the sun? Mm, I think it's a look at me thing. Really? Yeah, you can you can enjoy the sun at your house. So I'll tell you, in college we had doing a, it in the middle of the field before a game. That feels like a look at me thing to me. My college team, our coach said that we had to be on the field 
uh, 15 minutes before practice started, which uh-huh. was BS. Yeah. Because practice starts with the warm-up. It was, a, so it was a, male or, a male or a female? Female. It was a, uh, she was a regular Tom Coughlin is what she was. She yeah, said, she was set, like, set your watch 15 minutes exactly. ahead so you're on time. Yes. So we would lay out on the turf and sunbathe. And she got mad at that. So then she said, oh, you have to do a lacrosse-related activity 15 minutes before practice. Because we would just lay in the sun. It feels good. So practice, the I so practice was actually room. 15 minutes longer. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was awful. Yikes. Not a good coach. I have no. a lot of stories about her. But I, I used to nap in the Is she the one room. who dubbed you Mego? No, different coach. Different coach, okay. So this was the second coach. First coach dubbed me Mego. Got it. But I, again, I, I feel like napping overall is a beneficial thing. It's, it's, there's a whole sleep pattern that is called like the napping type of sleeper. And that's what I am. Like sometimes people who don't sleep as long at night, but then they get a nap in and that's like their natural rhythm. I kind of look at sleep overall as a bit of a weakness. What? Like a, uh, it's a that bit. Is, this is, is not, what I'm talking it's a bit, about. It's a, all surprising. I kind of <laughs> look at sleep a little bit as a weakness because I'm like, eh, I don't need that much sleep. I really just don't need that much sleep. Look at the text line. Stigma. Every day Meg proves she's a millennial. Yes, I am. And by the way, so there's going to be a Meg explaining coming up about how we like dub generations. Yep. Ooh, millennial. It's so millennial of you. Like, yep. shut up. I am a millennial. So am I. So am I. That's the year I was born in. I, what I, am I supposed to be? You know what? I'm really a boomer in a millennial body. My favorite <laughs> is when people my age and I'm pushing 40. Arkan, are you technically a millennial? I am the, I think I'm the oldest millennial so in the I'm world. Saying, yeah. So people, there are so many people who are like, 40! people who are like 40 who are like, Pugh, millennials. My wife used to do this. Ugh, millennials. I'm like, Kat, you know you're a millennial. Like, you realize you you fit into the actual grouping, the the era that is a millennial. Like, you realize you're a millennial. You get that, right? So many people in their mid to late 30s, early 40s don't even realize they're millennials. It's called self-loathing, Joe. You're a millennial. No, <laughs> Try I, it sometimes. Look, trust me, I hate myself. I get that. But I at least know that I'm a millennial. I at least understand that. Well, and this is what I'm talking about. The stigma with napping, fine. You don't take a nap. But you don't get to say anything about other people who nap. Let them nap. It's healthy for people, you. It's be, better for you. If somebody, you know who nap? Who? Geniuses. Geniuses whose True. brains are just working so hard all the time, so they have to unplug. Yeah, for you like know why? Because they were lazy and didn't have to do anything else. That's why they didn't have anything else going on in their lives, so they just invented stuff. That so uh, look, I, I, any somebody comes in and they go, boy, I slept. I slept ten hours last night. I slept twelve hours last night. Hey, twelve hours is a lot. Ten oh. hours is a lot. Oh, I, oh I'm sorry. So There's that's certain so there parameters is, for twelve hours is a lot. So there is a stigma. If I sleep for twelve hours, I'm like, yeah. am I ill? Yeah. yeah, you're like lazy piece of crap. I agree. No, that's, it's not. That's, no, I'm like something's wrong with me. I need <laughs> I, well, to go get tests run. Well, I look at it. You need and go, to get some blood work done. Oh boy, I had a great. Oh, I had a uh, refreshing nine hours last night. I'm like, mm, I, that, it's, what's it's wrong a, with sleeping nine hours? It's a little weak. That's all I'm saying. It's a what? little weak. That's toxic. You know what you're being you right now? Don't you're being that. you're being toxic masculinity, I, I re- Jones. I reject big sleep over here. Their survey. I, re- I reject. I reject big Jones. sleep in their findings. Toxic masculine Jones. That's it's in, you. It's in their best interest to talk up more sleep. It's in their it, real big, men don't sleep. Yeah. Well, not a lot. I mean, you got to sleep some, but I don't need that much sleep. What? Oh, I thought Ryan was about to yell at me over the If night. I could reverse it where I was asleep for 18 hours and only awake for six instead of the opposite, I would I would live my life that way. That's and you'd be dead do. by yeah. 44. That's what dogs Whatever. do. That's why oh. they're so happy. It's what my dog does. My dog is asleep a good 20 hours a day. That's true. Dude. By the way, just, just to get back to how this all started, we asked Alex Cora about the Tristan Cass's taking his shirt off thing. We'll make sure, you know, he, he takes off his shirt somewhere else. <laughs> was not happy about it. Uh, did not know that. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, he's not a fan of the happy trail. He doesn't want to see that on uh, out in the center field. I see nothing wrong with it. Anyway, that's uh, Meg's planning today. Uh, each and every day at this time, 445 on WEEI. We'll come back with all your phone calls, 
7937. We'll do it next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.